What's good, everybody? Welcome back to a very special 50th episode of The Spectators. I'm Brooklyn. I'm here with my boy, Jew. How you doing, bro? How you doing, Brooklyn? Uh, early morning for us, but we're excited about this one. So, Yes, sir. We got a very, very special guest, and all of our Tampa people are going to be excited when they see this one, man. Let me Absolutely. tell you. So we got six-time Pro Bowler. We got a three-time NFL first-team All-Pro. We got a Buccaneers Ring of Honor member, Super Bowl champion, number 40 himself, A-Train, Mike Allstop. Welcome to The Spectators, man. Thank you for joining us. How you doing? Good to guys. How you guys doing? It's great, great to be here. Yeah, we're, we're doing great. Thank, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. I really like your, your setup there that you got. That's a, that's a really like, cool Zoom setup with all the football. Uh, any of those balls over there have uh, any specific meaning? Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, let me see here. So, uh, so that's a Pro Bowl touchdown right there. That's the Super Bowl. That's my uh, Super Bowl touchdown ball right there um we all got a game ball obviously for that and just uh that's my helmet and then the jersey with uh everything involved and then a mock-up i don't know if you see it a mock-up um uh lombardi trophy and then the, the pylons from the pro bowl and the 40 uh yard marker from the super bowl <laughs> oh, that's so, cool that, the, the 40 yard marker yeah, yeah, that's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it's just stuff I collect. I I like to collect uh, a lot of uh, unique things, and um, of course, it's just uh, it's been something you know. I've been collecting helmets from uh, from other players going to the Pro Bowl, so I have a whole um, uh, section of uh, in, in the other room of uh, helmets hanging up, you know, from all my guys in the Pro Bowl. Because like when we went to the Pro Bowl. Um, when I went to the Pro Bowl six times, we'd bring like three helmets, so we would uh switch back and forth. Um, you know, exchange here with yeah. you know, Ray Moss or this guy or that guy, and so it was built up a collection over the years, and it's pretty cool to have. And um, so I guess that was probably before jersey swapping was a big thing because if you're doing helmets, then <laughs> um, you know, jersey swapping has become such a big thing now. Um, who was somebody that you were like kind of really excited to maybe have the opportunity to switch a helmet with or a jersey with or anything like that? Um, you know, I, I remember being in, uh, at the Pro Bowl and uh, swapping with uh, Barry Sanders. You know, that was pretty cool. You know, running back like that. Um, uh, who else? Just, just a bunch of different guys. It was just, uh, you know, we just went to Hawaii, had a good time, and you know, it's kind of like. Who you can who swap and you go up to hey you want to swap helmets well I already gave my last one away or something like that and you'd find you'd find someone so everybody was great there and I've collected you know geez I got probably over thirty plus helmets you know signed by, you know unique guys that I got signed from you know what I mean that I just didn't buy a you know from a, a memorabilia store or something like that yeah. so it was, it was pretty cool that's awesome and that makes it a little bit more special too when you get to show people your your man cave over there and kind of tell the story that's really cool oh, it's pretty cool so a lot of stuff is uh, uh that i've collected or um you know my biggest thing after the after the game was taking pictures it was really I, i'd have like the team photographer i'd be like hey i'm gonna go take a picture with you know brett Favre or you know 
um, Randy Moss or whoever, you know what I mean? Just, uh, just to get, um, you know, snapshots on the field and stuff like that and dirty uniform and just, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. It was cool to get those pictures. Now, like you said, they're, they're swapping jerseys instead of pictures. So. Yeah. And, you know, they're still taking pictures and all that. And a lot of the guys, especially with social media these days, are just friends outside of the field. And you see them training together and all that. Uh, um, that's actually something I would like to know. Is, was there anybody that you trained with outside of, like, the Bucks organization? Or was that pretty much just, like, an in-house kind of deal? Yeah. Um, I, I, would have a, I would have a, like, a trainer from the local lifestyles. You know what I mean? I didn't have a trainer from a performance center and – and all this stuff, but I would only have him like, um, I, I'd probably start training in February, um, February, March. And then it was either late March or early April is when we started our uh, OTAs or organized team activities. So we'd be going to the facility all the time. And uh, so obviously it's only a month and a half. I'd have like, you know, somebody of two months of you know, train me and stuff like that. But it was like, going to lifestyles and getting a workout in and then, you know, going to the local park and, and, and running. It wasn't like going to this elite performance center that has gotcha. all this scientific studies and, you know, field turf and doing all these drills and stuff like that. It wasn't nothing like that. It yeah. Was it was just get strong and uh, outwork yeah. everybody pretty much. It's, it's a different world now. It's a different world. They, you know, like you said, though, I mean, um, great point earlier. They meet, you know, all these guys from different teams. They come together. They go to Arizona, California, Florida, you know, wherever. And, and, and they train, go in for two or three weeks, go home two or three weeks, go back, go back and forth. And, you know, they throw with each other. You know, they'll get quarterbacks and wide receivers thrown. So it's uh, – it's very unique now and very uh, scientific in, in a lot in a lot of the ways, rather than just uh, going pushing a jeep or pulling tires or <laughs> you know running running hills like Walter Payton. Because I grew I grew up in Chicago, so Walter was running hills and you know so or doing steps like Rocky. It's totally different. <laughs> so I take it Walter Payton was somebody you uh, enjoyed watching and I somewhat modeled your game after just running downhill right at people, running through them. Right. Um, That's awesome. Who was the person you said you broke up? You broke up um, earlier when you said modeled. Like when you said uh, the, so, Walter Payton. Uh, like oh no, yeah, no. After him, just like running. Yeah, no. I was saying right yeah, so I, I mean, I, I grew. I grew up in. I grew up in Chicago, so mm-hmm. you know, Rick Van and and stuff like that. And that's when Walter Payton and eighty-five yeah. Bears and with McMahon and, 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 and all those guys, right? So that was kind of a cool time to to be on them and Walter just you know just the man right you know, he was an animal I, mean, I probably didn't credit for, for everything he did and stuff like that but he was he was he was uh very impressive his work ethic was you know top notch and um very humbled guy and just uh you know just you know love to play football so speaking of that uh what drew you to the game of football as a kid Wow, I've been going back a long time. Um, <laughs> you know, I had an older brother, four years older than me. Um, mm-hmm. So probably if 
probably my brother, you know what I mean? He was four years older, already in the sports, doing um, doing his thing. My dad was coach, um, athletic director of the, um, the Pop Warner League. Um, I guess there, I don't know, you know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember. I don't recall how I got into it. Just uh, I know I got into it. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, started at, started at an early age. You know, six years old, and you know when the helmet spins around your head, doesn't fit right, and <laughs> you just continue to play until I was thirty five. So yeah, awesome. Was there anybody um, in particular that you remember um, that really kind of gave you that push that you felt uh, you needed to? think that you can get to the NFL and make it to that next level? Um, I had a lot of, I had a lot of people in my life, coaches, my parents, my brother, you know, family members and stuff like that, that were um, supportive and influential and um, helped me with whatever I needed to get done with, you know, as far as that. But as far as my determination to, be the best, no. Um, you know, I was in in grade school and high school, you know, pulling truck tires in my yard and and in going to the gym on my bike in the summer months and and spending, you know, hours there and stuff like that, you know, when I was in high school. Um, just always playing the game in the backyard, you know what I mean? With um, with my brothers, uh, with my with my brother friends and stuff like that, they're all you know, you know, three or four years older than me and stuff like that. So uh, always doing the game, but I didn't need I didn't need the push. I didn't need the uh, you know refocus measurements. You know, as some people need to get you know refocus on this. I knew what I needed to do when I needed to do it. You know what I mean? How hard I had when I needed to do it, and a lot of people call me you know different in them regards. Wrong. I had a lot of people in my life, coaches and, and people that, you know, helped me, you know, in in, in a lot of different ways um, that get to where I needed to get to and and be at the level I wanted to be at in, in coaching and teaching and in film review and, and show me how to do this and show me how to do that. And uh, so, but as far as determination and stuff like that, the heart and, and the drive, um, it, it, it was, it was, it was, in, it was in my heart. I love it. Gotcha. And, uh, before another question, I did want to kind of bounce off of that. Uh, somebody on Reddit, um, they didn't, it wasn't a question, but it was a, a comment. And they said, uh, they wanted to mention that as a fan, uh, the way that you played really like kind of, uh, birthed a, a way to live life for them. And that, um, you know, you have like a heart of a lion and, uh, when when you're running and people are trying to bring you down and you're on your back, keep keep churning the legs and uh, try and get that extra yard or two. And um, I thought that was pretty cool that somebody was willing to kind of share that. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm very appreciative of uh, of being coming to Tampa. I, I really didn't know a lot about um, how should I say this. Like, so when you're in high school, you're, I was just entrenched in high school. It really didn't, you know, wasn't looking at the next level. You know, I just wanted mm-hmm. to play football, do it to my best, you know, have fun, you know, and, and wasn't like, hey, you know, I need a scholarship, I need a scholarship. I just let everything take place. Get in the weight room, work hard, you know, do my schoolwork, 
you know, do whatever thing that I had to do at, at the time that was being done right then and there, right? And then when I went to college, I did the same thing, right? Did the same thing. And then, you know, I'm going, I never, it was like, hey, I'm going to pros early or this and that, looking at the pro. It was football. I was committed to Purdue, you know, playing Purdue football, having a good time with my friends, you know, you know, get, getting the work done and doing all that stuff. And then when the draft has come along and it's like Tampa, I'm like, hmm, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, what's going on in Tampa here? So again, coming the orange and white, 90, 96. And, uh, but as soon as things started evolving in, in 96, you know, we go 0-6 the first, you know, first couple of games and we finish out uh, 0-8 or something like that. And then we finished last six out of eight or six out of nine. I can't remember how it went. And we finished six and 10, but we started getting a winning streak that second half of the season. And the people just started, you know, started believing in us and, and cultivating and coming together, right? And then they had 97 and all that stuff. It was just the people, though. The people just love their work and, you know, guys that are going to love the game, give them attention. And that's what I, I always did. I love the people here. You know what I mean? After, after a hot, long game, you know, setting up and people are waiting and stuff like that. You know, people, they, they're standing out there in the heat, too. You know what I mean? They deserve an autograph. They stand out there for an hour or so after and sign autographs, take pictures. But it, it wasn't that I was trying to win the fans. I really just, I appreciate it. You know, that's cool. Yeah. I'm in the, you know, I'm in the pros, man. This is awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I get to play, get, get, get to play sport. At the same time, people want my autograph. It's like, you know, you know at first, you know, when, you, when you're from Chicago, Indiana area, right? And when you come out of Tampa and people are waiting online for you and you're the last one out of the locker room and stuff like that, and they're still in the line, you know? So it's just it's, our relationship just evolved with the fans over and over. You know, every every week playing in front of them and cheering on and just doing what I was supposed to do on the football field. You know, it came to a great relationship in the community um, with a lot of love stuff like that, and then starting my foundation. So you know, I, I just have a, my heart. My heart is Tampa, and uh, even though I'm a Chicago boy, you know, I'm I'm. Uh, um, my roots are here right now. I love it. That's awesome. So you mentioned your foundation. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I just have the Mike Allstaff Family Foundation. We're just, we're very small, just my family. And I have uh, my guy, Rich, that, that runs the whole foundation. And um, we just do a lot with uh, kids, family. Um, we uplift the hearts, minds, and spirits of, of family and children. So um, we do a lot of stuff with all children's hospital, um, especially during the holidays, um, holidays, um, Mother's Day and, and Valentine's Day. And then we do um, like uh, coming up in Thanksgiving, coming up here pretty soon. We have um, uh, for our first responders and firefighters throughout the whole Pinellas County and Hillsborough County. We just started that last year. So both counties um, we're giving uh, free uh, turkey dinners. So you get turkey dinner, bread, all the stuffing and gravy, all, everything um, to the firefighters. They don't, people don't understand that when the firefighters go to work for their 24 hour shift, they, uh, they have to pay for the meal, right? Yeah. So we just, uh, you know, on Thanksgiving, they're away from their family, right? They don't need to pay for the meal. We're thankful for them and what they've been doing. And, and um and whatnot so i deliver turkeys uh turkey dinners myself with um 
Rich and my family, we, we deliver all across the, the two counties. Um, I do a Big Brothers Big Sisters event, um, one day event. We do um, uh, Special Olympics, a bowling event, and, and everything I'm talking about, I'm present. You know, I'm in there interacting, yeah. signing autographs, you know, throwing full sports place things, bowling with the, you know, with the Special Olympics guys, um, you know, delivering uh, down at All Children's Hospital, um, Arts and Crafts Day for Mother's Day when they're um, in Valentine's Day and build build a bear that we do. So different stuff like that that we do in the community. Uh, we do a lot of stuff with uh, Sally House, which is an orphanage um, here in Pinellas County. Um, so again, just a lot of a lot of kids um, we're trying to help uh, influence that maybe they can't help themselves right now. I'm trying to give them inspiration, you know, and, and uplift them in, in a lot of ways so they can you know prosper in life. Yeah, and and uh, we know that you've always been super involved in the Tampa community since you've um, you know since you arrived here, and you mentioned how you had that uh, that click that connection with Tampa ever since then too. Um, I want to say it was this year that you received the, uh, the the Tampa Bay Lightning reached out to you, and yeah. they and they um, gave you the uh, the Community Hero um, Award, and they they gave your uh, your foundation a donation um you want to talk about how uh just it how cool it was to see another tampa team kind of reach out with you and kind of work together with that no outstanding with uh with mr vinnick and what he's doing with the lightning and um his whole outreach i mean you, you, you talk about you talk about um him and his family and what he's done just in Tampa community since he's been here. You know, first of all, congratulations to the lightning, right? Man, that was awesome. Absolutely. It was. And that raised, but, uh, um, but just, just in general, Mr. Vinick, his, his outreach of helping us little, um, foundations, you know, raise some money and him donate some money to us so we can, Pour back in the So it's, you know, the Vinnick Foundation and, and, and us and the Lightning Foundation and the Mike Allstead Family Foundation, he knows what he's doing. You know, he's given it to us to, to reach out and, and, and to do our little part in, in the community. And just an awesome family, awesome organization. And I'm very appreciative of being, you know, uh, we, were, we were elected as one of those uh, recipients and to receive that, uh, that uh, donation to obviously help our, help our foundation, help our community and help our kids. It's awesome. Yeah. And, and again, congratulations to the lightning. Uh, the Rays are in the world series. Um, but, but you on your 2003 bucks team were the, uh, the guys to start a Tampa's kind of, uh, run towards, uh, being champions. And, and now obviously this year we have a very unique situation where we have an opportunity for multiple championships in this, uh, yeah, in the city. Um, first, I want to get like how you felt with like obviously winning the Super Bowl. That's as big of a deal as it gets in the NFL, and then how it is to kind of see the city as a whole kind of strive at the same time, even during such a, um, you know, not such a, a fun time in the world. But there's a little are bit. You, of hope are there. you referring to? Are you referring to? My Super Bowl, or what's going on now with with the with 
Um, both. So just your Super Bowl first, and then kind of how, because um, again, your Super Bowl was kind of the first one in Tampa. So um, yeah, no, I, you know, in um, you know, '03 when we won it, I think it was it, it, it's just an unbelievable story of a bunch of guys that kind of like what I talked about before with me and my determination and drive, right? We had a whole bunch of guys in that locker room that were just like that, right? Leaders and coming to work, staying late, coming early, you know what I mean? Doing all those different things, um, you know, working out in the, in the off season, um, doing, doing the little things, the little details each and every day, um, to make yourself better. And when you make yourself better, you make your team better. But when we're in between the lines, right, it, it, there was no selfishness, right? One guy wasn't just trying to, you know, screw that, you know, I'm not giving up my stats for him and this and that. And, and uh, so there was none of that arguing and none of that bickering and stuff like that. <clears throat> leading, even leading up to the Super Bowl. I mean, all this, all this, the progression of events that led up to the Super Bowl just didn't have, just didn't happen in 03. It happened in 96, right? 97, 98, when everyone, everybody started coming, right? You know, Ronnie Barber, Kelly, and everybody that, um, you know, was part of that team through that 96, 97, 98 draft and stuff like that. And then whoever was there before in 95, obviously with, with Saps and Brooks and then, and then you have, uh, you know, Lynch was obviously before that and, and, and the other guys. But <clears throat> it was the failures, I believe. It was the failures that made us uh, more humbled and more um, driving our, our, as far as our, um, our drive to, to overcome those failures. I mean, losing in Philly all those times, you know what I mean, year after year after year that – you know, that obviously, um, you know, that Coach Dungey fired for us not being able to move past the first round, right, and, and, and do all those things. And then, you know, it was just uh, our work ethic of, our, of our, our mindset of how pissed off we were going in the offseason, our work ethic because of what happened the previous year that we were going to overcome it and overcome it and overcome it. And, uh, you know, through that time, you know, accumulating guys and, you know, setting that locker room. You know, that locker room, you know, was ran by, you know, us players, us players, and especially in our position meetings too, right? Like I would hold my position meeting, you know, Brooks, you know, Barber, you know, Sapp, you know, all those guys, you know, we held each other accountable. And we were, we were coaches as we got older. You know, that was my sixth year, I believe. Seventh year – seventh year when I won the Super Bowl, when we won the Super Bowl. And um, there's a lot of experience in Brooks' eighth year, Shab's eighth year, Lynch's probably tenth year, um, ninth, or something like that. So there's a lot of uh, experience already that it was going down. Um, so it was just that was that driven a failure, failure, failure that got us to the point where we got over the hump. And it was just an unbelievable feeling. And we came home. You know, that uh, was freaking packed, man. That was an awesome, that was an awesome upgrade. Um, but going, <clears throat> moving forward to this whole pandemic thing, it's, um, 
you know, it's a difficult time for right now. And I think the the one good thing is that we do have sports playing for 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 the people that are. Um, I'm not just talking about you know the Lightning or whatever. I'm talking about the communities, the Tampa community, you know, Chicago community, all these different communities, all the people, fans watching and stuff. You know, something to, to see. Um, and then for us to be able to do uh, the, what the Lightning did, you know, being away from their families for how long? Being in a bubble, right? Like at like three months, man. Right? Holy smokes, right? So yeah, I was nice. getting that, I was getting that award right when they were just taking off, right? And that and that's about a long time ago, right? And uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're isolated in the same room, isolated in the same place, you know. Damn, for for how long? Oh, stir crazy, right? But be able to freaking push through that and be able to do that thing, and then just come cold turkey. Hey, let's start playing, right? Round robin tournament. Here we go, yeah. right? And uh, be able to get your seed and do whatnot. And you can see them John and John getting better and better and better and, and doing their things. Um, now what what a great um, for for the Lightning in, in the Vinick family. But the thing is, and then now look at. Was it start tomorrow night or tonight? The race? Uh, uh, I believe tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, it's that. It's that long. Dang. Yeah, they they get their one day off for the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> right. The game one. Exactly right. Back to back to back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah. No. So it's it's kind of cool. And then and then we have we have Super Bowl in Tampa, right? And yeah. We, what, uh, what a really good chance of the Bucks, Bucks hosting it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got the Bucks rolling right now, right? We got some things going on. Nobody, nobody would ever guess what happened yesterday. You know how that outing was. You know what I mean? All of a sudden it was ten nothing, and he's mm-hmm. thinking like, "Oh, God, here we go again, right?" Type of yep. thing. Rogers got the house, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> pick, pick six. You know, another pick, and then it just kept on snowballing. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a that that'd be pretty amazing. Three, huh? Right. The Tampa three peat. <laughs> Right. It'll be nuts. And, uh, yeah, and and again, like I said, that would all kind of stem from uh from that original Bucks uh championship back in two thousand three. And uh I saw an interesting stat too that now with the um if the Rays win the World Series this year, they Tampa will have more titles since two thousand and three than the entire state of New York. Oh wow. Yeah. Which is incredible since right? New York has two teams, three teams in every sport. And uh, so that's definitely something to um, of note there. Yeah, everybody's uh, everybody's leaving New York, coming to Florida. So yeah, yeah, we're we're both New Yorkers. Been in Florida for a a good minute. (laughs) Yeah, and partly because uh, yesterday was like what ninety two out here in in Brandon. So that's definitely part of the reason in October for it to be that hot. I was talking to my people in Chicago yesterday and. And our, uh, I was talking to my brother on Saturday, I think it was, and uh, it's rainy, cold. You know, it's like, oh my god, I can't, I can't imagine that. Right? Can't imagine. It seems like a different world, right? Oh, jeez, yeah. no more. Uh, I've been down here what 20, 24 years, almost twenty five years, and it's just, I couldn't imagine. I don't, I really don't own a big coat. I don't own like <laughs> a lot of pants, you know what I mean? I don't, when it's, I really look forward to the winters in Florida. Because you, know you get the yeah. hoodie on. <laughs> and they're beautiful. I really look forward to them. I mean, they're when beautiful. It's 70 freaking degrees every day, right? It is just, 
why am I going to cold? Right. <laughs> right? No, but, uh, no, we're, we're blessed. We're blessed to be here. So we definitely are. Uh, speaking of the cold weather, just, um, I, I don't recall if you ever had a game like this in like the snow or anything, but if you did, how was running in that? I uh, just when I was in high school, in high school, um, high school playing, um, you know, there was like three inches on the ground, whole grounds covered, just falling. It wasn't really cold. It was powdery. It was like, mm-hmm. so it was kind of fun. kind of like playing in the backyard. I mean, you guys from New York, so you guys playing outdoor snow football, right? In the backyard. That was the best. <laughs> right? And it's, it's pretty cool. But when it's freaking like sub-degree blowout, it's not fun, right? Um, so, again, just in, just in high school. But I, I've been up to, you know, in the pro, played um, Chicago. I played up there in Soldier Field a couple times, and it was pretty, pretty chilly. But I played there. It was beautiful, too. So I haven't played, I'm trying to think, um, too many cold, cold games when I was in the pros. Um, yeah, so they didn't want to put us, I don't know what happened, they didn't want to put us too much, uh, too many games on us when, when it was below 40 because we never won, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But, um, yeah. And then uh, kind of going off that cold thing too, um, you spent your time in college at Purdue as a Boilermaker. Um, you're, you're one of the best that ever uh, played for them with uh, a, another guy like Drew Brees kind of in that conversation as well. Uh, what, is, what did Purdue mean to you? Uh, it means, you know, everything really. You know, in, 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 from my friendships and the people I know today, you know what I mean? Again, we're talking, uh, you know, you know, 20, 29 years ago when I was a freshman or something like that, you know what I mean? It's, it's something crazy where I walked through those doors at Purdue and, and met all um, my very good friends, my best friends that, that I talked to today and uh, that grew up our, you know, adulthood from being in and here you go, you want to play football and go get your schoolwork and you have to do it all on your own and, and uh good luck to you we're like all right cool this is gonna be fun (laughs) but uh you know going to college was was the best i mean it really was the best and and be able to play you know football at a high level and be with guys and and to do those things um, you'll never forget never 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 forget i wish i could you know repeat college you know i mean i think everybody if you if you really had a great time in college you'd love to you know go back in time if there's one time you'd love to repeat it it would be college you know for me it would be at least um it it was just had a bunch of great guys great friends um that I played with and met there and people that uh helped me get to really where I am today helped me grow up to be a young man right in in a different environment you know going from Chicago you know being living in your parents house and stuff like that to being on your own and and have to get academics done and have to, you know, get your football done and be on time to this, be on time to that, be there for this, be there for that, and do this and do that. It's just, a, there's a lot of things that, but it's very structured, right? Very structured because you do have, you know, your coaching staff and your academic advisors and stuff that are looking after you. But um, at the same time, you got to put, you got to put forth the effort to, to make it. And, and so um, college, college is a great, great experience for me and uh and i'm very appreciative i went there i wouldn't i wouldn't change it for the world i don't regret it yeah um 
just not to, not to hijack the moment, but I, I went to a, the University of Oregon after growing up here in Tampa. And so, you know, the, the big trip over there and didn't know anybody. And kind of like you, um, it's one of those experiences that um, I wish I could kind of go back for a, for a day or two. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, some of some of my best friends that um, are a lot of our active listeners. So if, if you're one of our you're duck fans. You're a yeah. duck? Yes. That's cool, man. Did you get, the, you get all the Nike gear on campus and everything, huh? Yeah, uh, not so much me. I, I would buy some stuff every now and then, but I know um, one of my really good friends, August Rasky, was a volleyball player over there. Yeah. And so she would always show us all the cool stuff. She gave me like a hoodie one time. So shout out to you for that, That's August. Cool. And, That's really cool. So you, what made you go to Oregon? See, uh, exactly like what you said earlier with getting into football, um, I really don't remember. Um, it, it was kind of... It was one of those things that kind of clicked for me. It was a school I really liked, and I wanted to kind of expand for where I was at. You know, uh, I was in New York and then Florida. I wanted to experience something new. That's and pretty cool going it. out west, brother. Yeah. I've never really been out west a lot. Just yeah. for just for like a game and then coming right back, right? Really? Seriously? Um, you know, going to Vegas for a day or two before the event or something like that and – you know, really haven't really spent a lot of time and because I, I consider myself an outdoorsman and something. I love the fish, love the hunt and stuff like that, but I've never gotten out, you know, west. Is it pretty, pretty country in uh, where the university's at? Yeah, if, you, if you're an outdoorsman, like you say, I would 100% recommend, like without a doubt, to go take a week and just go to Oregon and go visit Portland and then go to the coast travel south and kind of just like experience that it there's nothing like it there's really cool. nothing like it it's cool i'm gonna do that man I'm gonna find that. yeah it, it's it's really something special especially if you uh spend a little go to eugene where the uh university is at and kind of just check out all the stuff they have there it's yeah. so impressive that it's a college university and they have the uh the facilities that they do it's not so. oh, the backing that they have too man oh amazing. yeah it's crazy. Sick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we know you're on like a little bit of a time crunch, but I do want to ask like another thing or two. Um, right before we talk about your, you've been a head coach for a long time, but right before that, um, your position, you were a fullback in the NFL. And it's not quite a position that um, is quite as utilized as it used to be. Uh, and really ever since you, um, but there are a few left. Uh, are there any current like fullbacks that you see and you're like, oh, that that guy plays like I did, or anything like that? Um, I'm gonna be truthful. I don't. I'm kind of like what I was like to describe my when I was going through my uh, high school and when I was growing up. You know, what I mean, I was in high school football. I was in when I was playing. I was in college. Football, I was, was kind of like in that realm. I'm kind of like in that realm now when I'm in high school football and being head of a team I'm kind of like boom you know right there you know don't get me wrong I watch I watch games on Saturday and I watch games on Sunday but I'm not there flip the channels watching NFL Network for freaking eight hours straight I'm just like in and out right wherever I can uh you know see see something like I didn't watch you know the Bucks until like like middle second quarter yesterday and it was 10 nothing, and that's when they had to pick six, and bam, they went back. That's the only reason I knew that. So, um, and I don't, I don't have no social media. I have nothing. I, I don't, I don't. So I'm the kind of like, I'm kind of like, uh, 
me in, in the social media world and the news world uh, is kind of like unless I turn on the TV, I don't I don't see anything. So, um, but with that being said, it's just uh, um, you know I just I don't follow a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's true. Nothing wrong with that. Fair enough. And yeah. Um, and so then, like I said, uh, head coach, you have been since 2012, I believe. Um, and I know that it wasn't necessarily something that you were expecting to become, but you've been there for a while now. So clearly, uh, it's something that you've taken a liking to. And, uh, yeah. So, little... so in, in, in 2012, um, yeah, I was on a field trip. My son was in, uh, seventh grade i was on a field trip going to q uh coming back from key west on a science field trip for their uh, seventh grade uh, uh field trip i was one of the chaperones with about two other two or three other fathers and blah blah and doing the thing um all that stuff also i get a call and say like, hey i was at st p catholic um as a volunteer coach because i was still coaching uh, little league football with my son so I coached uh, his sixth and seventh grade year, and we were in between going to eighth grade, and because uh, it's the fall, it was the spring, excuse me, yes, and um, and uh, and I get a call saying, "Hey, I want to interview you for the Northside job." And I'm like, huh, "I'm not, uh, I'm not really interested. I don't want to be a head coach. If I'm gonna be something, I want to be offense coordinator. I don't want to deal with all the little things. I just want to draw X's and O's up and." and come on the field, teach that, and go back to the, go back to the crib, right? And, um, but one thing led to another, kind of got hoaxed into it a little bit. I wouldn't <laughs> say that, I mean, I took the job. My idea is like, you don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, just, just coach the X and O's and I'll take care of everything else. And that's a bunch of hogwash I've ever heard of. <laughs> so, but again, I did it, you know, I wanted to do something you know, I wanted to run my own ship. I wanted to implement a lot of different things. And uh, um, and then my son, I wanted to coach my son. And, uh, and so I didn't get to coach him in his eighth grade year because at the high school level. So, again, I got to coach him from uh, 13 to uh, 16, 17, something like that. And uh, so it was, that was a great experience. I mean, I took a team. I went 0 and, 12, 0 and 10 and 212, right? To uh, my son's senior year, we went to my that twelve and one, and um, um, so we really changed it. And then it's been a roller coaster, you know. The year after, um, maybe won like five games. Um, last year we went. Uh, last two years, I think we went one went to the playoffs and won eight and three or something like that. So we we've done well um, this year. Have a good team. We're struggling a little bit, but uh, you know we got we got four more games until the playoffs, and I think we're gonna pull it out. So we don't care, just not getting that chemistry right now. But you know that's that's the thing. You know, with uh, the coaching staff I have and the kids I have, you know, we're small, we're two way football, but you know we have we have a lot of we have a lot of great kids. It's not like we have like you know I have a six seven three three hundred and twenty pound left tackle. I have a six four. 
freaking left guard, you know, I have a 6'2 center, my right tackle 6'3. It's not like we have just these munchkins, you know what I mean? Just because we're a little <laughs> two-way football, right? Our school only has 260 kids in it, right? Right? So 270 kids in it. So no. I got I got I got talent. I got I got I got good talent. We just got um but again I play with senior talent and freshman talent, right? So you know, a lot of my defensive backfield is, is, is freshmen, right? They're good. They can run, you know, but they make mistakes too. You know what I mean? They just don't have the experience. So, so that's what I do. If I have, I have, I have freshman football, sophomore football and varsity football all put together in, in, in the one. We don't have enough kids to, I don't have enough big kids to do a JV or, or, or um, yeah, JV team. So I don't have all that stuff, but uh, it's great. I love it. You know, you're right. Everybody says Right after, um, right after my son was graduating in, in uh, 16, he, he said, hey, uh, everybody thought I was done, and now here you go. You know, my, my, my girls go to school there, too. So um, I, I just had a daughter graduate last year, and then I have a junior there. But I love it. I love I don't know. That's my sanity. You know, I, I drive papers everywhere. I have plays everywhere around my, on my desk right now. It's just <laughs> – I just, uh, you know, it's just, it just keeps my mind going, man. It's just, it's great to be in tune with the game. Absolutely. And, uh, and it helped the kids, man. Help the kids. And, um, you know, some kids engage, some kids don't. Some kids want to do their own thing. Some kids, you know, don't want to do what they're supposed to do, you know. So and that's where I come in effect and trying to, you know, bring them all together and, and uh, build that, build that, uh, that chemistry. And, um, Sometimes it's a struggle, and sometimes you're trying to figure out how to how to engage in some kids, and some kids are, it's very easy, right? So it's like anything else. I love just teaching the life lessons through football to kids. So absolutely. And you mentioned uh, struggles. What are some of the struggles you got to deal with uh, coaching through all this uh, this pandemic and everything that you have to follow with the guidelines and everything like that? Yeah, no, that is difficult. Um, so there might be one day where. You know, I have two kids, three kids that all of a sudden, bam, they're, they're in close contact. Like, knock on wood, right? I haven't uh, had any um, kids that have come up, have come, have gotten sick, you know, that uh, have tested positive. Um, but there are, there have been like six cases or something like that in our school where there has, right? Maybe mm-hmm. less than that. But they've, they've sat in close contact with some kids. I mean, so in, in their eight classes, um, you know, my kids might've sat next to them. So I had like, you know, all of a sudden, bam, one day, oh, you're, you're going to be missing five guys, you know, for the next two weeks and stuff like that. They never come down sick with it, but they're, they're in that close contact, you know, that CDC, uh, guidelines that we're all, that we're all involved in here in this mm-hmm. world. And, um, nobody understands to make any sense of it, but. Again, that's the rules, right? A lot of our situation, it's, it's what we have to deal with. And I don't know who I'm going to have from day to day, really, right? <laughs> you're trying to build a team and you're trying to build a camera and all of a sudden I might have, you know, the best two players that are they're gone for two weeks and you're like stretching your head, like who the heck am I going to put there? Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's not like college. Hey, you have five strings, right? Come on, next guy in line. Right? It's not like yeah. that. So it is, it's a little tough. It's, it's a little difficult. And we've, we've faced that a couple of times already. And, um, and, you know, kids get sick, but 
they just have a tummy ache, right? Because they they didn't eat or they have a headache or whatever. Well, they're not coming to school, right? Because they yeah. don't want to. They don't want to. So they're not at practice if they're not at school, right? But they're fine. But again, don't come to school if there's anything wrong. You think these kids are listening? Oh, poor me syndrome, right? I got a stomach ache, right? They're playing the, you know, playing the whole game. I don't want to go to school. I'm tired, but my stomach hurts, so I can't go to school. Type of thing. It's just one thing after another. That's the deal, with the kids. I mean, yeah, gotta love the kids. <laughs> yeah, love the kids all the time. <laughs> all right, and we got one more uh, question for you. Um, so you have your your jersey right there behind you. Um, there hasn't been a Buccaneer to wear that number since you, uh, has there been like outward communication with the organization about that? Or is that just something that they've kind of done on their own? The organization did it. The organization did it when, um, you know, during the, during the ring of honor and stuff like that told me that nobody would ever wear this. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't come out and say, hey, nobody wearing my number. <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I didn't start that. No, the organization, they came out and, and did that. And from what I assume that, um, you know, when – I don't think anybody's running 55 either, have they? Nobody's wore, so. you know, the other jerseys that, that are on that, um, that wall, right? So um, – I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too certain, but I just, I mean, nobody's worn it. So. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, that's gotta be pretty cool. Um, and then especially like that, that, uh, field number 40 really like that. I don't know. That was really cool. Yeah. That, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why of all the things on that wall, that was really cool <laughs> because you're just like, Oh, 40 the pro bowl i need that oh that that's <laughs> oh, the awesome. super bowl that's even cool uh, that's awesome i was sitting there i hope they don't come looking for us now but um <laughs> i'm sitting there in the middle of the game and it's right underneath the, this was right underneath where i was sitting right and i'm bent over like this like, <laughs> and i'm like what the heck and I'm like, I yell for my equipment manager when I keep all my touchdown balls. So he would grab the touchdown ball after, you know, I come off the field, you grab it in the, in the, in the field locker and then, you know, put it in my locker the next day. And I go, come here. I go, put that right now. Take that and put that in the field locker right there during the middle of the game, right? During the middle of the game. <laughs> So we're winning. We're winning. We're winning big, and uh, in Super Bowl. And I'm always about like collective stuff, right? At the right time, right? Mm-hmm. right? So his name is Buffalo Bill, right? He was one of our equipment managers, right? And he not daily, just on game day, right? And uh, I was like, hey. I go, Bill, get that pylon for me, right? I, I told him I'd give him something, right? right? You get that pylon for me, I'll give you, I'll give you whatever, right? And um, <laughs> and so all of a sudden, boom! Derek Brooks intercepts the ball. 
He's running right past me and Bill as I'm ta- as I'm talking about this band, right? <laughs> and he scores that last touchdown, right? Derek Brooks in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. And he goes down to the ball, and then he gets the Super Bowl pylon too. <laughs> so, man, unfortunately, he doesn't have a camera in like they have him today, right? So <laughs> we're not gonna come looking for this. Yeah, that, that's season. a fossil at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got this. It has the emblems on all sides and it's like that. Yeah. Yeah, so just crazy stuff like that. Though. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. But um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. It was a, it was a good time. Let's try hey, thank get- you for joining us. We appreciate yeah. it. This was yeah. fun. Yeah, absolutely. And if you uh, if you ever need a little uh, little weekend roundup for football, uh, check out one of our episodes if you want to <laughs> uh, kind of get the, the whole uh, the weekend roundup because that's, that's what we do on there. And uh, – yeah. Again, yeah. thank you so much. Um, and, um, you know, this is our 50th episode guys. So thank you everybody for listening. Um, 50 strong, everybody that always supports us and will hopefully continue to support us. We appreciate you guys. Um, and you know, thank you so much and we'll see you guys next time. Bye everybody. Appreciate you. <laughs>